Hello again. Welcome back to the Sounder Podcast. As always, thank you all so much for, for tuning in and listening. Uh, before I dive into our true Hog Hunters leaderboard, I know all y'all that have been following that tournament, all you competitors that have been tuning in are interested to hear that. We do have a week left. Um, and at, at that point, as soon as January is over, we'll be announcing our first, second, and third place. But before I go into that, uh, I do have some news that I think a lot of y'all might be interested in, not just our, our competitors, but all you hunters out there. Um, a way to maybe make an extra buck just for hunting hogs. There's going to be two Texas counties that will be giving away a bounty for wild hogs starting in February. Uh, I believe the bounty is going to be $5 per tail, or if you're taking live hogs uh, to an active feral swine holding facility and you receive a receipt from them, you could turn in that receipt and um, collect your bounty as well. Uh, now, you will need participants will need to complete a W-9 and a participation form uh, to receive their bounties. But uh, looks like Caldwell County has received $20,000 uh, in a grant funded by the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service and Wildlife Service, and Hayes County received $7,500. Uh, and all that money is going to be given away in, in hog bounties. So if you're out there trapping uh, or you're just out there killing a whole lot of hogs, this is a great way to, to maybe get a little extra gas money or whatever you might be saving up for. Um Get a little return for going out there and working so hard and hunting these hogs. Um, so I'm going to go into the detail of where you can take these hogs because Caldwell County has a facility and Hayes County has two facilities. And you have to be there on a certain time, a certain day, uh, and a certain time. Like I said, this is going to be happening through from February through July. So Caldwell County, your bounties will be claimed the third Thursday of each month from February 17th to July 21st at Smith Supply Co., located at 1830 Colorado Street in Lockhart, Texas, between 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. Um, like I said, you will have to complete a W-9 and a participation form. Um, Hayes County, there are going to be two different uh, facilities. The first one is going to be um, you will be collected at the second Monday of each month starting February 14th to July 11th at Hayes County Extension Office at 200 Stillwater Road in Wimberley, Texas from 8 a.m. to noon. Or you can go to the Hayes County 2nd Precinct at 5458 FM 2770 in Kyle, on the third Friday of every month from February 18th to July 15th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Like I said, you must bring in your hogtails and or, and or your certified buying station receipts. So I, you, got, you got people out there that are trying to give hunters an incentive to go out there and, and hunt hogs because we are seeing such an influx of the population is really having a, an effect on us uh, here, not just in Texas, but throughout the South. But um, I think, I think it's a really great idea. I think it's a way to, to maybe possibly incentivize a few guys to maybe put a little bit more effort. Maybe a couple guys, you know, decide, you know, Hey, you know, I, I I'll get my trap set this month just because if I trap four or five, you know, I can get twenty twenty five dollars for it. You know, that's um, a quick drive 
if you're if you're close by, it's a, it could be a quick drive for you. You know, go pick up your your cash and uh, fill up your truck. Of course, that, that's probably not going to get you a full tank if you're driving a truck in today's world. But you know, twenty twenty five dollars for just going out there and doing what we pretty much already are isn't a bad deal. However, I'm going to kind of tear this down a little bit. I feel like it's a great idea. I just don't feel like we're quite doing it right. Um, and this is going to be pure speculation. This is my opinion. Um, and this is this is why I don't feel like it's done right. <clears throat> For number number one, what I find interesting is, is they mention, you know, you could bring in your receipt for uh, taking your hogs to an to an active feral swine holding facility. Now, this has to be a licensed location, you know, not just some guy that's willing to uh, to take hogs from you and put them in his high fence. That's not the way that technically works. Technically, you know, if you want to buy hogs, you have to go to one of these holding facilities, and it's a it's a business. It's basically everything's tracked. the 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 hogs that are brought in. Uh, they can be tracked from from basically when uh, and where they were caught, all the way down to a, a quick description of like the color of the hog, the weight of the hog, um, and so on and so forth. And that way, when somebody comes in, say they want to buy, say I wanted to come in and buy like five boars, I want to buy five, you know, one hundred and fifty plus pound boars for my high fence game ranch because I got hunters that want to come in and kill big boars. Well. You can't buy sows for one. They won't allow you to buy a sow. I guess the sows are taken off um, to a processing facility, I, I assume, and then at which most of that meat is actually uh, sold overseas from what I read. Uh, so you can only buy buy boars in the facility. But what, what's interesting to me, what I'm getting at, is there. Uh, this is uh, coming from, I actually just wrote this down, and where did it go? Um, the Texas Animal Health Commission. Um, if you go to their website, you could find all this information. This was updated in January of 22, so this month. This is when this was updated. I could not find an active feral swine holding facility in Caldwell or Hayes County. So it's a little interesting that that we that they put that in the description. If that is just for those counties, um. Because there's not one there. And what also makes it a little bit more interesting is I feel like it would be a little easier to give out grant money um, to counties wanting to do this. And I think a lot of counties want to do this. I think it would be a great idea um, uh, to, to spread it out. And I, This may just be like an experimental thing. Cal- Caldwell and Hayes County are right next to each other. Um you know, uh, as much as 20000 or, you know, and 7500 sound like a lot of money, in today's world it really ain't. So this might just be an experimental thing. They want to see how it's going to mull over. Um, but I feel like it would be a little better to, to maybe start off with these, these counties that already have an active feral swine holding facility um, for the fact that it would be a lot easier for the hunters to take their hogs over there, get their receipt, and get their bounty. And two, if there's already an active holding facility, then chances are, and I'm just speculating here, there would probably be 
there's probably a lot more hogs in that area. Now, I know there's hogs in Hayes and Caldwell County. I'm not saying that, that there's not. There's, there's obviously a lot of hogs in that area. That's been proven. But there's also a lot of hogs throughout the general south and east, and, and there's hogs everywhere in Texas. I think it would just be a little better for us to go ahead and do it where all these facilities is going to be going to be at if you're going to put that within your rules um we there's been uh this isn't the first time that, that there's been a bounty that you know put on hogs and counties um in fact the feral hog task force offered a bounty for feral hogs in 2019 there was nearly 3,000 wild hogs that were removed through bounty programs, trapping kits for landowners, and aerial gunning operations. Um, now, 3,000 hogs is a lot of hogs. And I had to dig more into that and see, you know, if that was all of 2019 or maybe just a couple months in 2019. Um, but our little tournament, which in reality doesn't have a whole lot of hunters involved in it, our little tournament produced over a thousand hogs its first year, first full year of um of being it. And that's just by giving some prizes away as an incentive because most of our hunters are really going out there and they're doing this already. We're just giving them a little bit more of an incentive to go ahead and and win something by submitting their hogs. I think this would be a great idea if we were to take what they are doing and kind of pair it with what we're doing. And the fact that you won't have to I won't have to take my my cut tails off and collect them. You know, if I'm a if I'm a big time hunter and I'm going out and say I'm killing over a hundred hogs in a month, um, that's a lot of hog that's a lot of tails to collect. And you're gonna have to do something with them. I'm assuming you're gonna bag them up and put them somewhere. Um if you do all that pretty early in the month and you're stuck for two weeks holding these things, you're looking at July. It's going to be hot. I know for a fact my wife ain't going to let me keep them in the refrigerator. Uh, I'm not going to put them in a cooler and buy ice just to keep put. put and what I'm saying is it's still flesh and bone. And that's a you can end up holding on to a lot of tails. The heat of summer, that it can be kind of a mess. It probably start to stink. Um, and now I have to wait for a certain time and date to go and do this. And what I've noticed, what kind of irks me about it is that everything is a weekday. So your working class guy who is, um, got a, got a nine to five or whatever, five days a week is going to have a hard time participating in this because he's going to have to take off for part of at least part of his day. And chances are, you can't just do this on your lunch break because, there's a good chance that this one of these facilities is going to be clear across the county. So you're going to be driving possibly half an hour to go drop off some tails and then half an hour back. That leaves you no time for lunch. You know, for maybe, you know, if you're looking at $5 a tail, I mean, you, you can be, if you don't have a whole lot of tails, you're not going to really want to do it. I think it could be done better. I think it's a great idea. I think it's a step in the right direction. I just feel like we're we're kind of missing the point. And, and, and what I'm getting at is we are, we live in such a busy world. Um, you can look at kind of like an example here. Um, 
real retail stores, you know, a place that you actually have to go and like, you know, look at stuff and, and pick it out. And, you know, they're, they're going out of business left and right, closing their doors because everything is available that's in that store is pretty much available on like Amazon and the internet. So it's way easier for me as a consumer to just go ahead and order it online, have it shipped to my door. That's the, that's the lifestyle that we live. We, we don't really go out of our way anymore to go out and, and do things like that. So I feel like if we were to, to do this bounty program, kind of pair it with our tournament and how we have our software set up and just do it through the through uh, cellular submissions, everything's done on a picture. Now, that would, incidentally, it would eliminate all the guys that are turning in their hogs to these facilities live because we don't do that. We are eradicate. We are conservation through eradication. Um, we don't count live hogs. We only count the dead ones. We, so yeah, if we would, that would eliminate that. But maybe you do a, a two in one where you know all your 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 dead hogs instead of holding on to tails and turn them in, you turn them in through the tournament. We keep track of it. You get a bounty, also a chance to win a. a a prize if you're really out there doing it. Um, and if you did want to take your hogs to a holding facility, you just take your receipt and double up on your, uh, uh, your bounty as well. You know, you won't be in the, in the actual tournament that we have over at true hog hunters, but that's just an idea. But what I'm saying is I, they're, they're throwing a lot of money at this, um, you know, 20, 2,700, no, $27,500, you know, is still quite a bit of money and to throw it at, at this. And, uh, you know, it is over a long period of time, February through July. Um, I'd be interested to see if they end up giving away all that money. I want, I, I really want to pay attention to this, see how many hogs they get. I'm, I'm sure they're going to come out and say it. They'll have numbers. Um, but that's another thing too. I, I think it's going to be hard because you're going to have, people from other counties turn these hogs in. Um, I'd be interested to see if they keep track of all that, all that data from surrounding counties or if they're just going to count them towards Hayes and Caldwell. Because if that's the fact, if you have guys going out in, in neighboring counties and, and really taking out a lot of hogs and they're turning it in and they're being counted as, as Caldwell and Hayes just because that's where they're submitted, that's not that's not going to be correct data. You know, Hayes and Caldwell are going to go up the charts as, as far as having the highest population of hogs, you know, in Texas when you're counting hogs in, in other counties technically. And I, I, like I said, I need to dig more into this and, and see what they're doing, but I feel I feel it's a good thing. just feel like it could be done a little better. Um, but very interested to see that. And, and the reason I'm talking about is, is if – if you're out there, you know, get involved. You know, like I said, if you can, if you go out there and get, you know, three or four hogs or something like that, it could be, you know, 15, 20 bucks. You know, uh, you keep doing that a couple times a month, you can end up getting $100 or so for your pigs. And and uh, when it, before you wouldn't be getting anything. So it's, it's a great program. Um, really interested to see how many people, and that's another thing too, I'd like to see, you know, how many, uh, hunters get involved, not just uh, the amount of hogs 
that are submitted, but the amount of hunters that 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 get involved, uh, you know, in that in that small, because that's only two counties, you know, it's a very small area of Texas, and there's a, there's hogs all over the state. So, um, if it is successful, I think it's it, it could be something that we start seeing a whole lot more of throughout the state, um, and I think it could be a start to hopefully getting a grasp on on this. Uh, pandemic of hogs that we that we're seeing we are just getting absolutely overrun with them but i'm actually going to take a really quick break guys uh when i get back we're going to dive into the uh the leaderboard uh for the month of january for the true hog hunters i'm sorry i kept y'all waiting so long i just really wanted to to get into this it's been very interesting to me and i'm going to continue to research this and find out more so that next week's episode i hopefully have something uh to share with you uh and i'd like to even Possibly get in touch with somebody uh, from from Texas A and M, the AgriLife program, and see what they have to say about it and, and ways that they're going to be recording data, and uh, hopefully get that all back to you uh, here real soon. So, going to take a quick break. Uh, thank you for tuning in the Sounder Podcast. I'll be right back. Okay, so as most of you know, the best time to hunt hogs is usually at night, which leads me to this week's shout out. This week's shout out goes to our good friends over at Sniper Hog Lights for consistently producing the best hunting lights on the market since 2007. Whether you spend your night scanning farm fields or sitting in a blind or stand, Sniper Hog Lights has everything you need to see at night and remain unnoticed by wildlife. From bow and rifle lights to the brightest and most reliable feeder light on the market, Sniper Hog Lights simply outshine the competition. Stop wasting your time and money on hunting lights that flat out cannot compete with the quality, durability, and customer service that Sniper Hog Lights has to offer. I made the switch recently and I wish I had done it a long time ago. The infrared option I use with my night vision scope has allowed me to see clearer and further than I ever was before with other light companies and has improved my hunting success and made my hunts that much more enjoyable. Order your hunting lights today at www.sniperhoglights.com. Again, that's www.sniperhoglights.com. And never be left in the dark again by an inferior product. So thank you, Sniper Hog Lights, for all the hard work y'all have done to give us hunters the advantage to hunting at night. And thank you to all our listeners who tune into the Sounder Podcast. Now, back to the show. All right, guys, welcome back to the Sounder Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the war on hogs. Um, we're going to get to it. I want to announce our first, second, and third ranks so far this month. We got a lot of hogs submitted here in the month of January. It's been a great start to the year. Uh, we really want to get 2022 rolling. We want to get as many hogs taken out this year as possible. Uh, 2021, like I said before, was, was a great year. Uh, I think that we made a little bit of a name for ourselves and trying to get more hunters involved, trying to get more counties involved. If you're out there hunting, you know, we're predominantly here in Carnes County. That's our big one. Uh, we do have some guys out in like Goliad and, and B County and stuff like that. But Carnes uh, County is really producing a lot of hogs. And that's simply because that's where we got our start. So most of our guys within the tournament are all in our backyard and they're all hunting in Carnes County. So, um, if you're out there listening to this, get involved. We really want to get some data 
from around the state. And if you're, even if you're from out of state, if you're, you know, Alabama, Florida, Louisiana, any, anywhere like that, and you got a hog problem and, and you want to compete in this tournament, get signed up. Um, tell your friends about it. We do have plans. We, we hope to hear soon, um, sooner than later, uh, be able to have uh, team tournaments. Right now, this is all an individual effort. When you get signed up, it, it's uh, uh, per hunter. But we do hope to have some teams here soon. I don't know if that's going to be teams of three or teams of four. Um, but whenever we do come out with that, uh, we will definitely let y'all know, let y'all know uh, ahead of time so you can get your team assembled, get your guys going, and uh, hopefully we'll be giving out a lot of really good prizes um, and grow this tournament together and really get a better grasp of how many hogs we are dealing with because, uh, like I said, this is all done from the – conservation through eradication point of view that's the only way to, to truly handle this problem um and these ha- these farmers and ranchers and everybody they need all the help we can get because they we're just being completely overrun and they are starting to now have a, a major effect on, on on not just the land itself but the native plant life and the native wildlife and now our water systems as well so um there's a lot of reasons to go out there and hunt them uh, including just for the, the fact that as a hunter, we we enjoy the sport. So get out there and do your part. Get signed up today at www.trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. We are giving away prizes for first, second, and third every month, and we'll be giving away a special prize at the end of the year. Uh, like I said before, our first place winner for the entire year of 2021 uh, was Punisher Hunting, and he won himself an Armalite AR-10 chambered in 308. So a great a great gun to go out there and, and hunt hogs with. And that's really what we're trying to do is give, give hog hunters a little bit more of uh, weapons for their arsenal of going out and hunting hogs. So this month we are giving away our third place is going to be a sight and see ground asset. It's kind of like a folding bench. Um you are an outdoorsman. This thing is great. It's got little cup holders already. It kind of looks like a miniature cot. Um, very lightweight, easy to carry. It's about five pounds. Uh, very durable. You could fit, you know, two big boys on this thing, and it ain't going to break on you or anything like that. So uh, I got two kids. I love it for my kids. They can, you know, whether we're going out wanting to sit next, you know, on the street watching a parade or we're on the beach or just down on the on the ranch or something like that. Um, it also makes a great bench for bird hunters. I used it last year. Got cup holders so you don't spill your, your beer or anything like that. Um, just a really, really good bench. Comes in a variety of colors. The guys at Sight and See uh, make a really good product, and I think you'll be really happy with it. Um, so that's our third place prize. Second place is going to be an Icotech Gen 2 uh, GC300 electronic game call. Um, even if you're not a, a, a predator hunter, this is this this will make you a predator hunter. Getting out there, doing a little calling at night, you know, don't feel like you have to have the best thermal and night vision to be a predator hunter. There's a lot of lot of ways to go out there with just a spotlight and be successful at predator hunting. People have been doing that, doing it that way for years, um, but it it does give you the upper hand to have a really good call. Um, this is a, a great call. It's got a great range on the remote. Uh, I think you're really going to like it. So that's a great second place prize. And then our first place prize is going to be our Ruger Wrangler 
uh, chambered in 22 long rifle, and it's going to be Cerakote and burnt bronze. It's a really pretty revolver. Um, it's going to be a great little truck gun. Like I said, being Cerakoted, uh, a little bit more durable than just like a blue barrel, so you don't have to worry about getting scratched up and beat up near as, near as much. Um, just a really great little pistol to keep by. Um, we like I like to keep a twenty two pistol uh, in the farm truck and all the players stuff like that, just for like snakes, um, as well as uh, like if we go check hog traps something like that. I'm not spending instead of you know spending a dollar to two dollars a round on ammo, uh, you're spending just a few cents on twenty two ammo. So uh, that close range, it does a very good job. So that's going to be our prizes for the month. Right now, sitting in third place is Boar Patrol with a total of twelve hogs. Um, second place is our friend one and done with a total of 24 and first place is our old friend JB ranches who we haven't mentioned in a while. He's been a little quiet, but he came in strong at the start of the year sitting in at first with a total of 41. Um, we also have, uh, like I said, we give away prizes for first, second, and third, uh, tailing in fourth right now is BCBH total of four. And I am currently sitting in at fifth place with a total of one, um, which I am happy with what's been my goal this year is to to just do better than I did last year and constantly you know try to improve my hog numbers um, with just the way that everything is. I'm, I'm trying to do my best to keep meat in the freezer. Um, I got this is a, a big old fat sow. I was very happy with the way she cleaned up. She was well worth getting absolutely annihilated by fleas. One of those things that I was halfway done cleaning her, and I've started to feel them on me, and it was too late at that point. I am eight up, and they actually got me like the worst place possible. I'm I'm chewed up around my belt line right now, and I've just been flat out miserable the past couple of days dealing with that. But it's not just wild hogs that carry carry things like that. You know, I've cleaned plenty of deer that are covered in fleas, lice, and ticks, and and hogs get them too. And you know, if you're, it's I usually I usually cover myself down and off um however i was in a hurry to clean this hog and upon inspection i didn't see anything that looked like it was lice or fleas or anything like that and i just said screw it i'm gonna get it done and midway through like i said it was too late by the time i even if i had put off on at that point i was already i was already chewed up so not a very bright idea on, on my half i learned my lesson try not to do that again um, because just absolutely miserable. So keep that in mind. Make sure before you, you clean a wild animal, try to spray down with some off or some kind of bug repellent. It may not keep 100% of them off of you, but it will help out in the end, um, or you will be like me and just be just, ugh, it's bad. So we've got a total of 82 hogs this month. That's a great start to January. Uh, really looking forward to what this year has to offer. I think it's going to be a great year for 2022 in the True Hog Hunters and Army Hog Hunters tournaments. Stay tuned, guys. We do have, we will be filming the first season of Army Hog Hunters t TV series uh, here in the beginning of February. First weekend of February, we're filming. So you can expect that to be coming out Sportsman Network um, probably just a couple months after that filming. So look forward to that. Uh, we're really excited to be a part of that here at True Ballistics and the Sounder Podcast. But that's going to do us for the show today, guys. Uh, any questions, email me, charlie at thesounderpodcast.com. Get signed up today, www.trueballisticsllc.com forward slash tournaments. And uh, get started. we got a lot of hogs to hunt, guys. Anyway, thank you all for tuning in to the Sounder Podcast. Until next time, you all have a good one. Be careful. See you.